Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Elvin Taylor. Welcome and thank you for joining us today. The next hour is devoted to learning something more, not just about the world of shoes and ships and sealing wax, as my pretty bride insists that I say. Well, she doesn't insist, but if I want to keep her smiling, yeah, you understand. But also about how, what, and why we believe as we do. A time for the open-minded and a time for those willing to question what they think they know or what they may believe, those willing to be uncertain for an hour. I'm Eldon Taylor, and this is Provocative Enlightenment. All right, my partner, Ravinder, is here in the studio with me, and I have a lot of questions for her today. So we're going to skip the spotlight and letter section in this week's show so we can take some time with her. She can tell us about her recent reading as provided by today's guest. So, Ravinder, tell us, what was your impression of Mark Anthony's reading? That's a big question. That's, you know, there was so much there. Um, He was talking for an hour nonstop, so there was just loads and loads of information. I would, you know, I think the... The interesting thing to me is before I had the reading, I really don't believe in this stuff. It's not that I don't believe in them, but I just think there are so many people out there where it's obvious they're fishing for information, they're cold reading. They're, so I'm very skeptical. We both have been skeptical. of. In fact, we know uh, personally a number of mediums. And forgive me, but we have seen some real BS passed out by some of them. So continue. We have indeed. Um, But, you know, when we've had Mark on the show before and he's done, you know, on-air readings for others, I was so intrigued by some of the information he came out with that I wanted my own reading because, you know, my brother passed away earlier this year and when you lose someone, it's difficult. It's challenging, and so there's always those questions. There's always the things that I wish I'd asked him this, and I wish I'd asked him that, or, you know. So, yeah, I was really lucky to be able to um, have the reading. Um, I was incredibly impressed with some of the details he came out with. He came out with stuff that he couldn't have figured out. I mean, how would he know that we had been talking to our son for the last few months about the possibility of him going to Chicago? You know, that was one of the things Mark Antony came up with. Actually, he did it through the voice of a good friend of ours, and she actually says he's not going to go, and she she was amused by him. She says he's not going to go. It's a, it's isn't the right place for him. That it it can be pleasant in the. summer but he won't like the winter there he's not gonna go she grew up in chicago um so how would he come up with the detail you know what 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 kind of subject matter to bring up so yeah i mean we had that detail um there was specificity is what you're saying yes because when you told me about this it was the detail the specific information that you say now wait a minute. He, he, yeah, he couldn't fish. He couldn't fish that. He couldn't 
you know, hunt that out on the internet. He couldn't, he didn't have, I mean, how could he possibly know what we have been talking about privately? There was other information he came out with, things that came true after the reading itself, things that I wasn't aware about. So he told me about someone I care about who had a pain in her leg. Now, I, you know, we figured out who the person was pretty quickly. And yeah, I'm aware of the pain in the leg. She had had a hip surgery last year, but I thought that was old, old news. You know, that she had had the surgery and she's been getting better and better and she's doing and she's driving around. And that was the information I had. It wasn't until after the show or a couple of days afterwards that I discover, oh no, she has a pain going on and she has an appointment with the doctor. So yeah, um, now. that was a, a future thing that, that came up. The other future thing then was also that he said that our son would take the job. <laughs> Why is he going to know that our son had just been offered a job? I didn't know that at that time. You know, we were hoping, we were waiting, but I didn't know. Right. I was with him in stuck in Bend, Oregon because of the smoke. Um, and I didn't know what that he had been offered. We were right there. He got his offer after the show. Yeah, he did. So, so there were definite details that, that came out like that. Uh, there were four people that I connected with. There was, you know, my brother primarily, because that was where my focus was. But there were some other people that I care for deeply. And um, he just got the details. It was kind of interesting. He identified how each of them died or, or there were there was information about how each of them passed away and they were all different so you know there's four people in my life that I cared about you know in this particular scenario um, and he correctly identified this person went quickly it was this condition in this one it was this condition in the other and it's like okay I mean that defies the laws of probability yeah you know okay. statistically right. significant so the specificity with which uh, Mr. Anthony provided the reading on a scale of 1 to 10, give me a credibility rating. A credibility? Oh, he's got a 10. Okay. It's like, no, now, it's one weird. Thing. It's uncanny. It's One other thing. We've got callers lining up already. So one other thing. When I talk to you after your reading, what was your physical condition? I was exhausted. I was non-functional for the rest of that day. I was, yeah, I was absolutely exhausted. But one thing I do want to um, bring up here, you know, more important than the reading and the detail itself was, was the fact that I felt my brother's presence. He could have been right there with me. The energy came through the language, not only my brother, the others too. You know, there was particular wording, particular expressions that were just so typical of the person I was communicating with. I had the strong sense that my brother was right there and it was the most beautiful experience of my life. That's what I can say. He, he was there. Okay. All right. And... Not just your reading, but all of our listeners, uh, they seem to petition, can we get him back? <laughs> so we have him back, and let's, let's, let's introduce him. Uh, for those of you that weren't here uh, when Mr. Mark Anthony 
a.k.a. Psychic Lawyer and or Psychic Explorer, was on our show. He is the author of the award-winning, critically acclaimed, bestsellers, Never Letting Go, and Evidence of Eternity. Two books I've read, two books I've recommended. He is a world-renowned fourth-generation psychic medium who communicates with spirits. He's an Oxford-educated attorney, licensed to practice law in Florida, Washington, D.C., and before the United States Supreme Court. Marcus featured regularly on television, major talk radio shows, and in print media. He's a headline speaker at conventions, expos, and spiritual organizations such as the Edgar Casey ARE Foundation, International Association of Near-Death Studies, Vail Symposium, and universities including Brown, Columbia, Harvard, and Yale. The media has referred to him as the psychic Indiana Jones due to his extensive background in science, quantum physics, survival of consciousness, and near-death experiences, history, archaeology, philosophy, and theology. So on that, let's get this man in there. But first, for our listeners today, we invite you to call and receive your reading from Mark. Just phone 425 373-5527. All right, welcome back to Provocative Enlightenment, Mr. Mark Anthony. Well, thank you, Alden. Thank you, Ravinder. I'm, I'm very humbled um, and by, by what you said, Ravinder. Um, it, it was an, it's an, every reading is an honor, and thank you for giving me the honor of facilitating communication between you and your loved ones in spirit. Well, thank you, Mark. I can't begin to tell you how how much it impacted me. Yeah, it was just absolutely incredible. I think the biggest problem I've got is how addictive it could be um, because it was just really good to be in the presence of the people I cared about and not only to be there, but just that calm assurance that, that, that they're all fine. They are fine. They are happy. There was a great sense of peace. You know, it was incredible. Thank and you. I'm- and on that subject, Mark, following the reading, Ravinder and I had a conversation, and that conversation led to some questions that um, we'd like to ask you before we go to the readers, if you're good with that. Sure. I'd be happy to. Okay. So how can you tell the difference between a communication from the other side and just fanciful thinking? That's one of the reasons that um, when, when people say, um, uh, in other words, I saw an, um, an article or something, I think it was on Yahoo or Facebook or something, and it, it showed this psychic, um, this person who had a car that said psychic on it, and their car was underwater in Houston or wherever it was flooding, and people were saying, oh, guess he didn't see that one coming, you know, and yeah, haha, that's funny. But the thing is, when you're too close to to the the subject. In other words, we can't read for ourselves because we can't uh, read for our own vibration. So that's why I insist that um, in my readings that I don't know anything about people ahead of time, because in that way, the information that's coming to me is from the spirit and it's not tainted by anything that I know ahead of time. And in my background as an attorney, when you when you're 
working with a client who is in a very delicate situation, you have to maintain your professional objectivity. So for example, when I was doing a reading for Ravinder, um, certainly I, I sympathize with, with the loss of her brother and, and her father and the other folks that came through. And, and, uh, but I have to maintain my clinical objectivity. And so when the spirit starts communicating images, sensations, feelings, thoughts, to me that I have to look at each one of them and present them as objectively as possible. I hope that I hope that answers your question. I think it does. So yeah, let me ask you this. Do animal do our animal friends ever come through in your readings? Oh my gosh, yes. Um, see there, there's a human bias now, i was i was raised in the catholic faith but the way the way my family believed was a bit different because both my parents had these abilities my dad was a navy seal and a nasa engineer my mom was a commercial illustrator so you know it's not like they were going around with crystal balls and doing readings these are just things that that came with them and when I was in Catholic school, there was this in, a, in our religion class, only only people have souls. That's what they're teaching us. And, uh, you know, my mother and I would would laugh about that because everything has energy and, and every being that is alive has an electrical field in their brain, which means they have a spirit. So I've done many, many readings where animals come through. I've connected with Cats, dogs, birds, gerbils, hamsters, um, a bunny. I even got uh, horses. I even got a bear one time. That, that that was really kind of interesting. So any, and it's it's my experience that any being capable of the emotion of love is capable of spirit communication. So that's why you know in the readings that I do, uh, reptiles, uh, uh, insects uh, don't come through. I'm not saying that it's it's impossible, but uh, creatures that that are capable of love um, are capable of spirit communication. Okay. So have you ever connected with a spirit uh, that was angry with your client? No. And they, they may not always be thrilled with what someone's doing in their life because spirits are not just, they're not invisible humans. Um, when the body dies, the brain being an organ in the body, the brain is what creates um, maladies, and, like emotional upset and, and neuroses and, and harbors anger and resentment. But when we die, our energy is like a drop of water that plunges into the eternal sea, what I call the collective consciousness, and they're linked to other souls. Energy is pure. It doesn't get angry. It doesn't get sick. It doesn't get old. It doesn't get tired. It doesn't die. So they can come through and say to somebody, you know, you are on the wrong path in your life, but they're not here to be angry or to scold people. Um, and sometimes uh, the recipient of the message is the one who gets angry because they don't want to hear, I need to change my dietary habits, or I need to change my behavior, or they get defensive. I mean, I had somebody, um, his mother, his aunt, and his grandmother came through, and they all died of lung cancer, and they told him to stop smoking. And he's like, well, I don't want to stop smoking. <coughs> you know, and it's like, look, when three people come all the way from the other side to tell you that you're going to die of lung cancer unless you stop smoking, I'd take that seriously. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Look, we better get to the telephones. I want everybody to know, though, first, 
Uh, how they can learn more about you, Mark. Um, get your delightful books, read your blog, and so forth. Uh, because I know once we get started into these readings, they're just, you know, we, I, we're going to lose control of time. Um, so please share that information with our audience now. Certainly. If people would like to sign up uh, for a reading with me, find out about my books, uh, the work that I do. Also, there's a section on my website entitled Grief Management. It's a free resource for people uh, struggling, coping with the loss of a loved one. Please visit my website, evidenceofeternity.com. And it's just like my, my last book, Evidence of Eternity. Dot com and if you go there um, I also you know respectfully uh, ask everyone sign up for my newsletter you can follow me on Facebook Instagram Twitter all through my website evidenceofeternity.com cool all right we're gonna go to the phones now but at the bottom of the hour just as a warning we will have a commercial break so let's go to line three with Richard from Maine. Are you there, Richard? I am. You're up, my friend. Well, good. How are you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Go ahead. What What would you like to ask, Mark? Just check. I can. I'm sorry, Richard. I can. Through. I can't even hear you. I can barely hear you. Um, um, Eric, is there any way you can boost Richard's volume for me? All right. Go ahead, Richard. Okay, are we together now? We're Much good. better. Yeah, and and the good. reason that I um I need to hear you clearly is that everything I do as a medium involves frequency, and I I'll spare everybody the quantum physics explanation. But long story short, um they're zipping back and forth between us at the same speed as this radio show is happening at, which is the speed of light. So <laughs> go right ahead, Richard. I I don't think I really had a question. I was just going to see intuitively what might. Uh, happen if I if I got through to you. I have been to psychic mediums in the past, and I have met some very talented ones. So, well, let me open up and see who's around you. All right, female energy coming through. Now, what I'm getting from her, she could be on your generational level, but I'm feeling more likely that she's on the level above, uh, which could mean on the parent parent aunt uh, level. And here's the thing. Uh, Richard, I'm feeling this massive, massive pain in my collarbone. When I say I, I mean that, that she was experiencing prior to passing um, on the right side. So there was something going on with her right shoulder, right col collarbone, right clavicle, upper right side of her chest. Um, I'm feeling a malady growing in there and I'm feeling lumps. Okay, the lumps could indicate tumors and I'm also feeling them now in my, the lymph glands in my throat and I'm getting a nauseated um, and sick feeling. Nausea is an indication of difficulty eating and or holding down food prior to passing and nausea can also be a cancer indicator. Based on the other sensations that I'm getting, it feels to me that this woman most definitely um, had some type of disease. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that it feels like cancer that definitely metastasized because now my liver's lighting up and what would be in her reproductive you know, uterine areas, I'm feeling it as well. Um, let me tell you, th this, this woman suffered greatly, but she did it with class, elegance, grace. She put up a good fight. She did everything she was supposed to, but it got to the point where 
unfortunately, you know, and, and she, she took it very stoically. Reality set in and she acknowledged that it was going to be her time to pass. Now, um, I'm going to hold position right there because there's more that she's transmitting to me. Does any of this make sense to you? Yes, it does. Perfect. Okay. Now, she is holding up what looks to me like a necklace because it's a cross, you know, a Christian cross on what looks to be, uh, it's like a necklace, you know, a little, little thin gold chain. And what's interesting is I keep kicking around, is she Catholic, is she Protestant, is she Catholic, is she Protestant? But I'm getting this whole Episcopalian, which, uh, you know, <laughs> I was raised Catholic, and we always joke that Episcopalian was diet Catholic. Um, but is there something about the Episcopalian religion that might make sense to you or to her or somebody close to you? Not that I'm aware of. Okay, now, I this, want you to... You know, I'll revisit these things later, but at, at right now, no. All right, then is it possible that a piece of jewelry like that might make sense to you in any way? And this could also mean that she may have been a woman of faith. Um, not really. Not really? What do you mean? She didn't believe, it wasn't will, a woman it, of faith? What? If it's who I think it, it would be coming through, um, she did attend church later in life well then but that's it, it a person of faith if they correct. went to church okay so but, let, let's go with the yes because um okay hold on hold on and ow ow the reason i'm saying ow she's focusing on you right now and i'm getting these shooting pains in the arches of my feet particularly my left foot and i'm getting some type of um issue with my foot, uh, with are you having any problems with your feet or with your circulation, Richard? Because that's the sensation that I'm getting, and she's focusing on you with this. Uh, I am not, but my wife has extensive problems with her feet. Perfect. Oh, not perfect that that's happening to your wife, but <laughs> what it is, she's focusing on that that's getting to her. Okay, let's see what what the spirits can do to help us or help your wife with this issue. Um, hold on. Hmm. Hmm. Reason I'm saying hmm is I'm getting a lot of electrical tingles and shocks. So we've got circulation. We're also having a neurological component to this. Do you know if your wife's having any issue as well with uh, a skin condition, like some flaky itchiness, uh, dryness to her skin? No, but we're back to me. Okay. So see, I'm getting both of you. Okay. Let's see now. Um, be normally before I do a private reading, I spend about 15 minutes explaining where a vendor can, can tell you how I did that with her, because what happens is they're moving so fast, they're focused on your wife, they're focused on you. So let's see what this, what this woman wants you to know. Okay. First off, she said that you're not really dealing with the skin issue. You're sort of doing a cursory approach to it and that you need to be using this moisturizing type of cream. And the thing is, I'm getting that it's more than just like an aloe vera that you buy over the counter, that you've got to start using something that contains hydrocortisone to control the itching, the flaking, plus the moisturizing. With your wife, she's talking about the need for electrostimulation, which feels like some type of TENS unit to help um, start the neurological issues going on in her feet and to enhance her circulation. With both of you, she's telling me that both of you are um, feeling dehydrated. And what it is, you don't think that you are, 
but she's saying that I'm getting this this intense thirst. Now, thirst can be caused by issues with blood sugar anomalies like a diabetes, but it may also be that the two of you are simply not drinking enough water. I mean, people can drink coffee, tea, soda, and all that, but it's water that hydrates you. So that's the issue for both of you, and that's gonna help with your wife, her stimulation, her neurological issues, and that's also gonna help hydrating and um, providing more nutrients flowing through your body and conversely into your your skin. So I'll leave that with you. All right. Richard, we have a break, and so I hope that was helpful to you. Mark, are you ready to take uh, Lisa from Renton right after the break? Absolutely. All right. We'll go to a break now, and when we come back, we'll dedicate the rest of the show to the phone calls. So if you're waiting out there, give us a call, 425-373-5527. You're listening to Provocative Enlightenment with Elton Taylor. Change has never been easier. Whether you wish to lose weight, stop smoking, build better relationships, become creative, enjoy ultra prosperity, or simply relax and promote self-healing, InnerTalk has been repeatedly demonstrated effective in the most rigorous of scientific studies. Our customers love InnerTalk. Sean wrote, I have struggled with bulimia for over 30 years and have never been able to lose weight without restoring to it until I used InnerTalk. Vicki wrote, My hubby has been using the Stop Snoring CD and already his dangerous and raucous snoring levels have stopped. Celeste wrote, I recently graduated from Taft Law School with honors. I'm writing to tell you how much your InnerTalk CD, Excel in Exams, has helped me. With over 300 titles to choose from, there is something for everyone. Check it out today by going to InnerTalk.com. Unlock the power of your mind. This is Provocative Enlightenment with Elvin Taylor. Welcome back. If you just joined us, we're chatting with Mr. Mark Anthony about his work and books. Well, actually, two great books, Evidence of Eternity and Never Letting Go. But more importantly, Mark is reading for you today, and I received a private message from Richard, who Mark just read for, that said, you're right on, for the record, on every point, Mark. Okay, let's get back to those telephones. We're going to skip our music section. We want everybody out there, to the best of our ability, to get a chance to have a few minutes with you. And the lines are all lit up again, so we'll go to Lisa Lisa in Renton, Washington. Lisa, you're on the air with Mr. Mark Anthony. Hello, and thank you, Mark. Hi, Lisa. How are you doing? How can I help? I have a couple of questions um, regarding um, my son's death. Okay, hold on, hold on. Um, first off, let me express my condolences, as no mother should should go through the loss of a child. So I'm very, very sorry for that. And before you start presenting me with questions, let me see if I can bring him through. Then. Um, let let's let's let me get a rapport with him, and then perhaps you can pose your questions. Is that okay? Yes, thank you. Okay, 
All right, so, um, all right, male energy coming through. All right, I'm feeling a shockwave going through my body. Now, a shockwave, and, and Lisa, first off, um, spirits transmit messages to me really quickly, so please forgive me if I sound somewhat clinical at times in my um, description of things. Okay, so I'm getting a shockwave going through my body, and I'm getting a, um, a shockwave usually indicates um, an abrupt, unexpected, or quick passing because different uh, different causes of death or different medical conditions may have a similar physical sensation to me. And I keep getting a choking sensation. It's like, um, I feel like I swallowed something and I just, I, I'm, I'm, I just can't breathe, I can't swallow. So there was something going on that was obstructing his ability to breathe. Um, prior to passing. I'm also getting a dizzy disorientation. And the dizzy disorientation um, was going on just prior to his physical passing. And so there was something which was obstructing his mental clarity. But I'm also getting this excited, frenetic, um, very, very um, I don't want to say neurotic. That's not the right word, but let's call it extremely agitated emotional state prior to to all of this happening um hold on there's there's a little bit more yeah i'm back to my throat i i keep getting the swelling uh sensation i'm tasting a bit of blood not not a huge amount so this could be an internal hemorrhage as opposed to a bleed out all right do any of these things make sense uh, to you in relation to the passing of your son yes yes all of it okay all right so we've got him here and he just said hi mom Hi, Mom. Love you, Mom. Love you, Mom. And he's um, showing me the month of May, month of May, month of May. Now, what this could indicate is connected to you or him or somebody close to you. There could be significant births, deaths, anniversaries, or events connected to either of you or someone close to you within the month of May. And um, sometimes with, with, um, with me, the month of May he could be referencing somebody connected to the two of you with a name like Mary or a variation on Mary. It could be like Mary, Marianne, Marilyn, Margaret, Marie, something to that effect. Does any of that make sense? Um, not right off. Okay, let's make a note of May because there's something about the month of May. And remember, it may not be specifically connected to his passing. It could be a birth, death, anniversary, or event connected to him or you or someone else close to you within that time frame. Okay, all right. Um, now he just presented me with a beautiful opal. And um, October starts this week, and uh, opal is the birthstone for the month of October. So this could mean a couple different things. Uh, it could be the word or the name Opal, but it could be a significant birth, death, anniversary, or event within the month of October. Or perhaps there is a piece of jewelry connected to you or him um, or, or you in some way of significance with an Opal. Not right off. I'm not letting you go on that one. There's something around October 11th through the 15th that he's zeroing in on. That might be coming up, or that could have been something in the past. Okay, here's the thing. A lot of, a lot of the information that comes through will make sense to you after the reading. So, so yeah. be careful about going directly to no, all right? So just yeah, keep I'm an not, open mind I'm about that. Kind of, yeah, yeah no, no, totally you're open. fine, you're fine. 
all right, what, you know what's going on? You're more focused on what you want to know. So go ahead. And, and, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. Okay. Um, because sometimes when people are focused on, I, I need some answers, what that does is it puts angst into the energetic field and we don't want to do that. We don't want to block. Okay. And also, um, you may be overlooking some details because there's something about May and there's something about mid-October that he's referencing. And once again, it may not be with him. So go ahead and you have a question. And if you give me a question, give it to me like 10 words or less, then give me the opportunity to put it out there and then we'll wait for the response. My question would be with regards to the case of his death. Um, should I keep trying to take legal action or yes. should I let it go? Yes. Legal action, legal action, legal action. And then that keeps getting um, repeated. Legal action, legal action, because he keeps indicating to me that um, on the surface, it appears that it was something that he did, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. he, in other words, he's not culpable. He did not cause this. And is yeah. there someone trying to persuade you that this is somehow his fault? No, not his fault, but I've I've come against great uh, challenges trying to have this case taken to court fully. Okay, go all right. Let's go ahead. And and what what was the cause of his passing? Well, he had a heart attack, but okay. it was something that happened. Uh, something, something I believe somebody gave him that caused it. All right, now let me back up. That's exactly why he gave me the message that people think he caused it. In other words, he took something like a drug that would relate back to the dizzy disorientation followed by the frenetic um, um, uh, agitated state, which would be what happens when you start getting a heart attack. That would also be with the obstruction, the choking in the throat. So you got to be careful about what I call the no, no, no syndrome where you shoot everything down. And I'm not, not criticizing, I'm instructing. So, and that's why he said that there's people trying to say that this was his fault. In other words, he took drugs, he OD'd and he died. And he said, no, that is not the case. He is not culpable. Yeah, I don't believe he that. Not, I know he, he well, didn't do this. Right, right. Well, I understand that, but I don't know this. And he's transmitting this to me, which is actually validating your concerns and suspicions. So that's why he's okay. telling you to pursue the legal action. Okay. That's exactly what I wanted to know. Hey, is there something right. around June 4th? June, I'm sorry. Hold on. I'm sorry, Eldon, but he keeps going June 4, June 4, June 4. I don't Lisa, know instead is, of straining, that does, write that down, yeah. um, make a note of it, and um, and let that resonate with you. But he keeps going June 4th. So there's something in May, there's something around June 4th, and there's something in the middle of October. The thing is, with the middle of October, that's coming up, I guess, this you know, in two weeks, there could be something mm -hmm. going on which, um, which is going to help you with all of this. I believe I have a meeting set with the person that, the right person this time. Okay. And it's within that October time frame? Yes, it is. Bingo. See, it takes time. All right, Lisa, you're on the right track. You're doing the right things. And once again, please accept my condolences for, for this tragedy. 
um, and your son loves you very, very much. And he said he wants, what are those little, um, gosh, I'm trying to remember, they're like pinafores, they're not pinafores, they're like these little cookies, they're like little tubes, and um, they're crunchy, and they're chocolate, and uh, gosh, I'm trying to remember what the name of them oh, yeah. those are. Stick them in coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's like um, I'm I'm like I feel like I'm tasting and crunching those. So either you like him or he likes them, but he's transmitting that to me. Yeah, we yeah. Thank you. <laughs> all right, it's it's making sense to you. That's all that matters. God bless you. I'm very sorry for your loss. Thank you so much. Thank you for calling, Lisa. Never let me cut you off, Mark. You do exactly uh-huh. the right thing. If I think it's over and I'm dead wrong. Hey, throw some energy at me that just shuts me up. <laughs> well, no, because right. yeah, because it comes in like oh, said so, whoa, 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 you know. But but thank you, Alden, for being so understanding. <laughs> of course, uh, let's go to line two. I, I'm just interested in getting everybody on the on the air. But hey, it's more important that you complete your message so we're on the same page. Line two, we have Michelle from Edmonton, Alberta. Welcome to the show, Michelle. What What is your question for Mr. Anthony? Oh, thank you, Elgin. Hi, Reventer. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Hi, Michelle. Um, I've had a lot of losses this year, two major losses, and I have another one coming soon. And so it's just kind of been a year of death for me, and I'm wondering if there's anything that comes up. Okay, hold on. Stand by. All right, getting a male energy coming through, and okay, so he's either on your generational level, which could be like your brother, you know, cousin, spouse, close friend, or he could be on the generation just above you, which would be like um, uncle, parent. Um, but what I'm getting with him is, oh my gosh, this weird sensation in my heart. I'm getting, I'm feeling my heart going like kerklunk, 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 kerklunk. So there was definitely some type of erratic heartbeat. I guess they call that a fibrillation. And uh, the other thing that I'm getting is it seems like there was a lot of treatments going on with his heart to try to stabilize this and nothing seemed to work. And now I'm getting this massive pain um, in my pancreas, um, but it's actually below the pancreas. Pancreas is uh, at the bottom of the rib cage on the left side. And, but the pain that I'm getting is closer to the kidneys. And uh, so I'm getting this GI tract and kidney issue on the left side. And what I'm getting with him is he definitely knew that he he was was going to pass. Um, and I, I like this guy because he said <laughs> he was a little no stranger to some colorful metaphors, which I, I won't repeat. Uh, but uh, he's telling me that his attitude was um, tell death to go stick it. He was going to put up um, a big fight. Does any of this make sense to you? Yes and no. It sounds like it's my dad, although he didn't ever swear, so I'm not certain. Well, hold on, hold on. Um, Was he the type that would, like, basically tell death to go take a hike? I think so, yes. Oh, I think more than that. Um, and I don't mean to, to sound like that, but I'm getting, um, mm-hmm. hey, uh, just out of curiosity, he showed me all these ships. I'm seeing, and it's cool because I'm seeing like tall sailing ships. I'm seeing naval vessels. I'm seeing lots of boats. Did he ever do anything like maybe he was in the Navy or was around a lot of boats and boating? Or do do boats and boating make sense to you in some other way? 
Well, he was ger- raised during World War II in England, and his brother died in the war. Okay, so so we'll go with we'll go with um, yes on that. Let's see what your dad wants you to know. Hold on, is the person that's um, in the decline right now? Is this a female? Yes. Okay, because uh, he's focusing on her. And what I'm getting, um, what he's talking about with her is I'm feeling lungs beginning to fill up with fluid. Now, this could be a number of things. Uh, This could be some type of lung disease, but it feels like the onset of um, what could be like uh, emphysema, COPD, but it could also be the onset uh, of, of congestive heart failure is what I'm getting here. And I'm also getting, um, uh, like I feel all itchy and agitated. So, the, the, you know, she's going through a whole lot right now where even though she's being made comfortable, she just can't in any way seem to feel physically comfortable. And I'm also getting from him that her mental clarity is coming in and out. Like there's some days she's better off than others. Does this make any sense? Yes. My mother is dying from lung cancer and COPD and she's very itchy and her mental clarity is questionable some days yeah in other words um there's some days that she's she's right on target and then there's other days that that she's um so your dad is it wants me to convey to you how proud he is of you he said you have in other words you have stepped up to the plate you are really going headlong into this and he said that you feel like you're a frightened little girl in a rainstorm. He said, but that's not my daughter. She's a tall, strong woman. So he's letting you know that even though everything that you're going through has been dragging you down, he said that you are more than well-equipped to withstand this storm. And he's not for one second trivializing anything that you're going through he's here to help you to encourage you and he says that your mother and i love you immensely and you are exactly the 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 little girl that we raised is the woman who now stands before us wow thank you beautiful hey thank them i mean i'm just the radio that it comes through and uh I'll tell you, your your father could not possibly be more proud of you. Hey, who's he keeps talking about Pete and Mike? Pete and Mike. Are there is there a Peter or a Michael or a Pete and a Mike connected to you or your dad in any way? I don't know. I don't think so. Don't worry, that'll make sense. He's he's winking at me and he goes, um, interesting. You know those candies, those cinnamon red hots? Um, he just yeah. handed me and I'm, I'm tasting cinnamon red hots. So I, <laughs> I don't know what's up with the, the cinnamon red hot candy, but he's, he thinks it's funny. So, okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. All right. God bless you. Oh, last thing, the cinnamon red hots. Um, now my interpretation that would indicate something around the end of October, which would be, you know, around Halloween. So he could be referencing a significant birth, death, anniversary, or event connected to you or someone close to you between October 20th and, let's say, November 5th. So just, you know, hang on to that. Okay. I will. All right. All right. Thank you for calling, Michelle. Thank you, Mark. Let's go to line four, and we'll have Lynn from Huntington Beach, California. Welcome to Provocative Enlightenment. Lynn, your questions for Mr. Anthony. 
Well, it ha- hi, I have all your books. Love you, love you. Uh, it, has oh, anybody come you. through for me? Sure. Thank you so much. That's very kind of you. All right. Hold on. All right. Female energy. Wow. It's like the doors flew open and she's like, here I am. Is your mom on the other side? She is. Wow. I mean, like, it's. it looks like, I mean, seriously, I feel like I'm standing in Bloomingdale's in New York City and the doors just flew open and this woman <laughs> came right up to me and said, tell her I'm here. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> there you go. Uh, and and and, and I, I don't mean to be flippant, but I'm hearing I'm hearing Marilyn Monroe singing "Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend." Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll tell you what. Your mom knows how to make an entrance, both on this side and the other side. Now, the fascinating thing about diamonds, and of course, every lady that I know has got something with diamonds in them, but diamonds are also the birthstone for the month of April. So. What this could indicate is a significant birth, death, anniversary, or event connected to you, your mom, or somebody close to you within the month of April. And and unless there is, and and hold on, she's showing me, this looks like some type of um, necklace with like a number of diamonds on it. And uh, I wish I could draw it out for you. It's almost uh, like a big diamond, a couple of little uh, ones on either side of it, and then um, a necklace. So it could be um, a piece of jewelry. <laughs> Does that make sense to you? Okay, you know, if it's what I think it is, uh, for my first Holy Communion, my mom gave me, and I wear it to this day, and my daughter and granddaughter wore it for communion, a oval pendant, and they're marcasites, but they look like diamonds. There's a cross in the middle, and all around the outside are these marcasites, and I wear that and I think about her, and when I put it on, I say, look, Mom, I'm wearing it. And the, um, my uh, new wedding ring, I mean, I'm still married to the same guy, but I outgrew the old wedding ring. I used some uh, diamonds that uh, I inherited from her to have the new ring made. So maybe that's referring to, I got all her jewelry. All right, let me tell you something. My family's from New York, and that's what we call bada-bing, bada-boom, okay? Oh, it- Yes, I which in to California tell you, you means. They, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> okay, and and what's funny is, um, um, when spirits transmit a message to me, I may have one interpretation, but what I think doesn't matter. It's your interpretation, and do you see how that particular message immediately um, connected you to the memory of your first Holy Communion with this piece of jewelry with the Marcusites, and then also to the fact that you're uh, redoing a wedding ring with diamonds you inherited from her. So that's exactly the intent of the message. And this is what I call a multiple meaning message. It's one of the terms I developed in Evidence of Eternity. And this, the multiple meaning is, uh, this indicates that your mother is around you and aware that you've done this. And it also is letting you know how happy that these things that you have are still bringing you joy and happiness and that it's circulating through the family. Now, I know you're in California. I live in Florida and we got oranges, but she just put a huge navel orange right in front of me. And I know it's a navel orange because it's getting peeled and there's the huge sections. All right. Now, most people like oranges, but oranges can indicate, and this is particularly a navel orange, what, what in Florida we call an eating orange, pick it off the tree and eat it. Um, this could be something about oranges, orange trees, or an issue with potassium, because oranges are rich in potassium, which could be connected to you in some way. 
Uh, also, let me ask you this. This may be a bit of a stretch. Naval, my father was a 20-year uh, member of the U.S. Navy. Do you think this is somehow her way of Not a stretch that, at all. Not his dad on the other side? Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, dad's coming in. And was he having issues with uh, his bones, like a bone density, uh, brittleness with bones, or some type of cancerous condition in his bones, particularly in his legs prior to passing? Oh, uh, he had something called, I want to say cellulitis. I mean, I... He did have circulatory problems, uh, and he did have a huge problem with his legs. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that's an identifier for dad. And it's so funny is because now your parents, okay, they've shed the image of them being old because your mom, <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but your mom says to, all right, look, I'm just going to say, she goes, to hell with being decrepit. We're showing you what we really are. And they are dancing, Okay. Cool. And uh, I'll tell you, your dad was a pretty darn good dancer from what I'm seeing. But Aww. when your mom could get him on the dance floor, okay, he was a little bit shy about it. She said, yeah, but if you got a couple drinks in him, he was Fred Astaire. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Oh, I wanted to tell you something. You mentioned April. Yes. Their daughter, my sister, died April 1st. Okay. So yeah. that would also be an indicator. April's over there with them. Hold on. Did she have some um, weird malady with her lungs, like these perforations in the capillaries and in the bronchial tubes with her lungs, do you know? I don't believe so, but they ran out of room on the death certificate. She had so many issues. Okay, yeah, I'm getting this whole thing like her lungs just weren't working properly oh, toward God. the end. Well, she, she was asthmatic as a child. There we go. That's it. Okay, so um, I'd love to keep going, but um, um, I think we're we're coming to to the the end of our time here. Thank you so much um, for you. calling in. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much, Mark. You take care. God bless you. All right. God bless you. Appreciate you, Lynn. Thanks for calling in. And you're right. You're right on time. We are out of time. I, you know, I want to tell you, Mark. Um, I am indeed a skeptic when it comes to mediumship. Um, I've looked at some of the so-called studies. I have folded them on the air. Uh, so I'm just going to simply put it out there. I'm very impressed, very impressed indeed. Um, and I want to thank you for taking the time and sharing your talents, your abilities, etc., with everyone today. And I mean that from, I, I mean that sincerely, Mark. Thank All you, right. Eldon. And, and, and if I could, um, for the benefit of, of your listeners, um, if you would like a private phone reading with me and you mention Eldon or Revender or Provocative Enlightenment Radio, you will be qualified for a reduced fee reading. Just go to my website, evidenceofeternity.com. Great. All right. We've come to the end of another episode of Provocative Enlightenment. I want to thank all of you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed our show and will join us again next week, same time and same place. And do tell your friends. Let, let's have them join us as well. Okay. Until next time, wherever you are in the world, remember, believing in yourself always matters.
Provocative Enlightenment has been brought to you by Progressive Awareness Research and other sponsors. Provocative Enlightenment is a syndicated show and appears on other networks. For a schedule of showtimes, visit ProvocativeEnlightenment.com. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor, write to Eldon at EldonTaylor.com.